welcome to Season 3 of Shine Time Radio, an unedited monthly podcast full of coaching, tarot, and life hints and tips for my favourite kind of folk, those dreamers, the schemers, and the magic makers. I'm your host, Jenny Robertson, life and intuitive coach, and the holder of space over here at Shine Time Coaching. Hi, everybody. Welcome to November's episode of Shine Time Radio, and today we are looking at rituals. Um, it is that time between Halloween, um, Thanksgiving for some, or harvest for a lot of other people, um, and Christmas or Hanukkah, um, you know, the time between Samhain and Yule. So if you follow more of the um, natural wheel of the, of the year, and um, depending as well what hemisphere you're in and uh, what culture you're uh, a member of, there's, you know, lots of holidays at this time of year, it seems to be lots of festivals of light and recognition of like the changing of the seasons and so many lovely things happening. Um, and what it has done is it's brought to mind um, what kind of rituals we engage in and why. Um, and so I think this November time can be quite a lovely time to sort of sit with that and think about how we are, how we um, work with rituals, um, because we all do. <laughs> so many of us may think we don't have rituals, um, and maybe ritual is a word that can be quite loaded or, or foreign to some people, but we do. We all have rituals in some way or the other. Um you know, and, and the, there's a lot of difference between, there's a big difference between rituals and habits. So rituals are actions that we are intentional and purposeful about that have meaning. Um, whereas habits are things that we do that we don't actually really need to think about. They're quite automatic. So, you know, rituals are the things that we choose to do with intention in certain ways at certain times of year, um, you know, around in, in certain, there's a certain sort of protocol around them or order of things of how we do them or something will trigger it a holiday time of year um, and they can be very personal to us an individual and they can also be um, part of a family um, ritual or part of a community ritual so there's lots of different sort of very variations of this I suppose um, but it's a really nice thing to think about and it makes me think about the way that I um, the rituals I have in my life that I maintain and that I um, sort of nurture and, and honor and how those have changed over time and how um, important it is to sort of check in to make sure that the rituals we are performing, engaging with are for us and not things that we're doing, um, not necessarily because we feel like we have to. One of the things that comes to mind is Thanksgiving in North America. Um, it can be quite a important holiday for a lot of people, but uh, the origins of the holiday are difficult and um, not, and more and more people are now becoming aware, although many people were already <laughs> very much aware of what the holiday was based on. Um, especially the um, first people of North America and the indigenous people of North America in particular, um, and how Thanksgiving can represent a really, you know, awful time, and not even in history. Um, you know, it's not historical that 
um, indigenous people have been treated horribly. They still are um, treated unfairly and um, without equity in, in North America in a lot of ways. And, you know, to the point where a lot of places um, don't have fresh water, like, which is a given, right? You would think in, um, in you know, or in Canada and the United States that every community should be able to access fresh water. And in a lot of that's not the case. So there's, I mean, it's, I can't even go into the discrepancies and, and I'm not going to get into the huge, into the the history of it. There's so much um, information out there now that people can research and, and learn about. And a lot of people are coming, becoming really aware um, when it, you know, the people it didn't impact negatively. So non-Indigenous people are becoming more aware when there's a lot of things coming to light now um, that this holiday isn't representative of joy or um, the holiday we maybe thought it was for a lot of our fellow um, Canadians or people of that area. Um, I'm getting a lot of this wrong because I know a lot of Indigenous people don't consider themselves to be Canadian. But what I'm trying to say is, um, and I now let allow people to go do their own research and look into that if that's something they want to learn more about because it is really, really important. But it's that sort of thing where a, a ritual, which is part of a holiday, things families will have had rituals around Thanksgiving, the way that they did things, the way that they honored each other, the way that they, the kind of foods they ate, the way that would prepare things. And um, when we learn that this holiday actually is really quite harmful to a lot of people, there's ways to still honor this time of year, you know, in October and, and, and November, there's ways to honor the changing of the season. There's ways to honor um, harvest times, um, festivals of light, um, when the darkness and things like that. There's ways of honoring those that don't, uh, that don't harm or perpetuate harm of another group of people. Um, and so a lot of people are adapting their or changing or plain giving up their rituals around Thanksgiving as a, as the holiday that it is. A lot of people aren't, um, but I definitely am aware of that. And it's a, one of my favorite holidays because I love this time of year. It's one of my favorite times of year. Um, and so it's a holiday that I really love celebrating or, but I, what I realized what I love celebrating about it was, um, celebrating that change from summer to autumn and autumn to winter and celebrating that, you know, there's more darkness at nighttime. There's more night than there is day at this, you know, in the Northern hemisphere at this time of year. And I love the changing of the, the weather. And I love the changing of the leaves and the colors that are around. And I love, um, that feeling of harvesting, you know, that that's a harvest time. There's different fruits and different vegetables available, different food available. Um, you know, I live in Scotland now and there's uh, obviously a lot of farm, a farming sort of history here. So it's a time of year where, where different things are happening around. Um, and so it can still be a way for me to honor um, that with friends and family and to be grateful for the, you know, the the things that are of completion and the way that, you know, um, honor things that are, are ready to, to change and the changing of the of the wheel of the year and all that kind of stuff. So there's lots of things I can celebrate that don't um, honor a, a holiday that actually is extremely harmful to lots of people that honors, um, you know, men in particular going over to uh, 
countries and civilizing them. I'm saying that with very dramatic air quotes and, you know, uh, just complete um, slavery and uh, genocide. Like, there's just so much, right? So, so what I mean, this is all coming about to say that when we learn about things, um, we need to always check in with our rituals. I think it's really important if we're going to be mindful about things and rituals are very mindful, purposeful, intentional things that we are being mindful, intentional and purposeful about them. And we're allowed to let them evolve. We're allowed to drop rituals that don't work for us. We're allowed to take on board new rituals that, um, that do speak to us, that do feel comfortable, that do feel honoring of maybe our ancestry and our, our community and our families and ourselves. Um, so yeah, that's something I think that this time of year brings up for me in particular. And I don't know if everyone else feels that kind of funny in Scotland. There's, um, we don't do Thanksgiving. Um, I do my own sort of thing. Um, so thanks, you know, November becomes a sort of in-between space, um, for people who follow either sort of the more, um, modern Halloween and Christmas, or if you follow more the wheel of the Samhain and Yule, um, there's other obviously holidays happening at this time, um, Diwali and things like that as well in our communities. Um, so it's a nice time where you start to think about why you do the things you do and, and the upcoming holiday season for lots of people, um, and what that means for people and how you set yourself up and what kind of things you'd like to do and how you'd like to be intentional about those times. And, you know, maybe there's things that we do in holidays that we don't really need to be doing anymore. Um, but actually what has been happening for me is more of a enlightenment, I suppose, in that how I ritualize my life on a day-to-day -day basis, like in a smaller way. Um, and, and, it very much is, you know, so many people think, oh, no, I don't practice rituals, um, you know, and I, that's not something I do. But actually, we, we all do. Um, and I think being aware of that and being mindful of the things that we do in a day to day basis that we can be intentional about um, or more intentional about and ritualize a wee bit can actually bring more intention to our day and more awareness of what we how we choose to spend our time and a bit more um, slowing down a bit of gratitude a bit of um, yeah just awareness raising things like that which is I think really important so for me I realized what I've been ritualizing recently that's come up for me are things like that first cup of coffee in the morning when it's quiet and I'm sitting with my very first cup of coffee um, often on my own um, having a quiet moment and I've, I've started doing sort of a visualization or a gratitude moment while I'm drinking or I think about the day ahead or how I'd like the day to be and or I give thanks for the things that are, are around and going well and that I'm appreciative for and um, it's a really lovely moment and I realize that's become quite a ritual for me um, and also like my whole morning I sort of ritualize my whole morning when I'm <laughs> in the habit of doing it when I'm in those a good space for myself and I'm getting up at like the um time that I like to get up I'm giving myself that time to myself and I'm giving myself quiet and I'm you know doing my my um journaling and my um tarot pull for the day and the writing that comes kind of after and my intent setting my intentions for the day so that's become quite ritualized for me because it's partly a habit in that I'm waking up at the same time every day and but I'm very intentional about what I'm doing. It's not, it's not just automatic and I'm not just going through the motions. Um, 
something else that I know that that kind of triggered a lot of this thinking for me and thoughts about around this for me was realizing that my family, my mom, my sister and I messaged each other. Um, and we all were making this family pumpkin cake recipe at the exact same time of year um, in three different, completely different ways. One was a layered cake, one was a tray baked cake, and one was sort of cookies and stuff. But we all subconsciously decided we were going to do it. And we all, one person said, I'm going to make that pumpkin cake. And next thing I'm like, I had all the ingredients for the pumpkin cake. I'm making that. My mom's like, I'm making that pumpkin cake. So it was one of those things where we just, and it kind of signifies autumn time. It signifies um, memories of, of what, you know, spending time together as a family and how my mom would make this cake. And, you know, it's all that sharing it with our family. Now we're friends now. And yeah, it's that kind of thing um, that really sort of made me realize that rituals are a day-to-day thing. Um, and if we're really intentional about them, they can be really lovely. And for me, it's the same thing, like going, I do the same walk most mornings with my dog after dropping my son off and same woods. Um, but they change every day is different. The lighting's different, you know, the change to the season. So it's being able to honor, um, the seasons in that way. And that becomes a bit ritualistic because I'm very present and intentional about it. Um, you know, in, in those walks, I'm often picking up things, that are, you know, dropped on the ground that are that to use on my altar. My son often picks things up for me to put. We have like sort of a, a shelf in our utility room that's full of our walk findings of nature things, you know, like conkers and um, shells and rocks and sticks and things that are cool. So that becomes quite a ritual. And then, you know, the way the awareness of the moon every month and that, you know, how, especially if you catch a full moon or the sliver of the moon and noticing how the moon, um, how we perceive the moon changes every month. And then in that awareness each time, like that, you know, what, what kind of brings to mind when you see the full moon and what do you think about? And that becomes a bit of a monthly ritual. Um, and my son, I realize he's got a real secret, a real ritual about how we say goodnight and has to be exactly the same every night. And, you know, we, we've got this whole thing now that, that we do. Um, and yeah, it's very intentional. And it's a moment where we just sort of drop everything and, and do our thing and, and spend time together and just even breathing together. It's lovely. It's a really lovely thing. So we realize like there's a ritual in so many things like, you know, how we light a candle, we're mindful of it. What does it make, it make us think of? What do we do? You know, how do we say goodnight to people? How do we um, give gratitude or say our, a prayer, or put, you know, uh, put intentions out in the world and those traditions that your family or just you specifically have or your family have or your um, religious community and bar involved with? <coughs> Pardon me, I'm getting over a cold. And I told you, this is a unedited podcast, so you get me in all my croaky glory and coughing. But yeah, it's things like that. It's um, how do you prepare yourself in the morning or before you do something? Or, you know, is there a, a ritual you have before going to bed at night, um, before ending your work day? Like there's, are there, are there ways we can make it more intentional and ritualistic um, to honor that changing over of, of things, the starting up or the entering into or the coming out of different parts of our day or different parts of our month or, or whatever. So it's just that awareness of like, what is happening in our lives that we can be more intentional about and make maybe a bit more ritualistic because involving yourself and being involved with a ritual really in, 
allows you to be present and intentional about your experience, you know, um, and honoring them is a really lovely thing. And I think sometimes we feel it doesn't have to be a big thing, but I think sometimes we feel that rituals are um, reserved for specific religions or specific things. Um, and actually they're not, they're for everybody and everybody gets to to choose how they ritualize their life. Um, and identifying and honoring our rituals allows us to feel more connected to our lives, you know, more connected to ourselves, our families, our ancestors, our communities. Um, perhaps we feel more connected to our, within our days, our months and our years and the cycles and phases and the seasons and nature. Um, I think rituals are really an amazing way to connect deeper to, you know, the everyday in our life. Um, when I started noticing what I did or felt pulled to do as ritual rather than habit, I was able to be like a lot more intentional about what feeds me, like what feeds my heart and soul, like what feels good, what, um, what things do I do that make me feel more whole or more connected to things. Um, and they don't have to be big, complicated things like they really are. Right. Um, noticing that my first cup of coffee had a strong sort of ritualistic feel about it allowed me to slow down and take it in and really embrace that, you know, so my morning starts off a bit more intentional, a bit more, um, connected. And it signifies to me, I'm waking up, getting started an opportunity to set my pace and my intention for the day. And so it comes, becomes more spiritual and it becomes a really special time. Um, you know, same with realizing my son had his own ritual for how we say goodnight meant that I got to add it into my own. Like I get to embrace that. And it means I slow right down in that moment and I can be with him and I can clear the to-do lists and the thoughts from my head of being tired and I can just be there with him. Because a real honor, isn't it, when our kids have these things and who knows how long he'll want to do this hug, kiss, um, night routine, you know. Um, and maybe that's something he'll do with his kids. Who knows? Um, and connecting to daily rituals is a way that I let myself notice what's already here, you know, and what's already good um, things that are already available to me. And it really allows me to slow down and it brings me so much more ease and joy and comfort as well. Um, and I can always tell the days when I don't have these more intentional ritual moments because I feel more rushed and anxious and I feel like I'm chasing my tail and I'm, I'm trying to do too much. Um, and it's okay. I can always come back to it. Thank goodness. <laughs> um, and, you know, sort of when we're engaging with the making ourselves aware of the, what could be more ritualistic for us, um, it's also worth thinking about the rituals we engage in with that maybe aren't for us anymore. Um, and it can be really hard to let go of things that we are told or impressed upon to continue, especially when it comes from family or, you know, a culture or a religion or society. Um, we can feel like we're maybe letting folks down, but we don't really owe anyone our ritual space or energy and we get to choose. We really do. Um, an example for me, you know, we do celebrate Christmas. Um, and when my son was first born, not in a religious way, I would say again, more, um, yeah, I would say not <laughs> so much, although I do love a lot of the rituals that come from like sort of the Christian Catholic faith around Christmas. Um, it's just not, we're not, that's not the religion that we're, that we partake in. Um, but when I was growing up, I felt like 
I had to make our Christmas in with, with this family, my family now, just like my mom made it for us. And my mom went like flat out at Christmas. Like she does Christmas. She loves it. She absolutely loves it. And she's wonderful at it. And my dad, however, <laughs> it's a joke that he was like Scrooge. And it was like not actually really a joke. <laughs> it's true. He doesn't, it wasn't for him. There was something for him that wasn't, that it was something about it that wasn't for him. And it was not a time that he, I think, really even enjoyed. So you've got someone who is super into Christmas and someone who's not so much. Um, and I think my mom was trying to uphold a lot of her own um, rituals around Christmas and, and traditions. And um, she did so much. But often what I noticed as an adult in hindsight, that she was so tired, you know, and that often she maybe would miss things because she was in the kitchen doing everything. Um, and I can see that now as a mom, like I'll always be grateful for that experience as a kid. Uh, and I really tried to do a lot of the same things and it, it just not working, you know, um, and then I'd be really upset if I didn't do all it, all of it just right or upset at the thought of letting things go and maybe upset um, from and tired from trying to make it work when it wasn't quite working. And then, you know, wanting to uphold these traditions that actually maybe I don't need to. And the other side of it is it didn't leave any room for my husband in it, you know, in his traditions and his things. And it didn't allow us to make new traditions and new things with my son. Um, it also didn't include the way I actually really like to honor the seasons and nature with a more sort of pagan and Celtic traditions, you know, um, where a lot of our, what we know as Christmas traditions actually come from, um, you know, the tree and things like that. So it wasn't allowing me to sort of explore that for myself and for us as a family. So I have kept some things and I've changed others and I leave room for our own rituals now to come about and cause you need to make room for things to grow. Right. So for me, honoring rituals is really about honoring ourselves and where we're at in our lives. And it lets us spiritualize our own daily existence, but on our own terms and, you know, and for the people that, we love and that we spend our time with and our families and friends. Um, and I really hope that, you know, this time of year, maybe you're able to give yourself a little bit more either connection through ritualizing something that is, that feels natural to ritualize that you're already doing, that you're very intentional about, and maybe to release those that are no longer for you or no longer working. Um, and then the lead up to the holiday season, whatever your holiday may be, that you're able to sort of tweak and adapt things to suit you um, and to honor you and that your beliefs and your and your family the best that you can. Um, and here's to us being, you know, more in the moments of our own lives. So yes, I hope the rest of your November goes well. Um, I should quickly say before I go that there is about a one week left to um, sign up for uh, your year ahead readings. If it's something that you would, you know, feel pulled to do that you're feeling um, curious about, then I would highly recommend you going to have a look just now because it's only going to be up for another week um, to take spots. And there's only a few spots left. Um, so you can find that on the website, which is shinetimecoaching.com. Um, or you can find out more on Instagram, which is at shinetime underscore coaching. 
And yeah, if you've got any questions around that, feel free to get in touch because uh, it's something I absolutely love to do and I'm really excited. Um, and I've just been in contact with those who are already signed up and we're, we're all excited to get started. So hopefully we'd love to see you there if that's something you feel pulled to do. Um, thank you very much and for joining me again today. And I hope you're well and we'll see you, speak to you in December. Thank you so much for joining me here in this space. You can find out more about the work we do over on the website, shinetimecoaching.com and Instagram at shinetime underscore coaching. If you enjoyed the podcast, it would mean an awful lot to this human if you would consider leaving a wee review on your podcast listening platform of choice. I hope your month is full of what you want and a whole lot of what you need. Until next time, take care, lovelies.